Raiders fans. You can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders. Ever had one of those moments? You know, the ones where you're off your game, those fleeting lapses in judgment. We've all been there. But hold on tight, because here comes the game changer. Packed with an epic blend of chocolate, caramel, peanuts, and nougat, Snickers, the proud partner of the Las Vegas Raiders, is your trusty teammate. Turning those cringeworthy moments into a victory dance. Snickers, tackling life's fumbles one bite at a time. Welcome to the Raiders Press Pass, your credential to all things silver and black. Uh, thank you. First and foremost, um, thank you to Mr. Davis, uh, Josh McDaniels, Dave, Patrick Graham for bringing me here and giving me this opportunity. Uh, it's never easy when you lose a, a teammate, a co-worker, uh, somebody that you're close with. Uh, we take that very seriously. Uh, there's lives and families that's affected by this, and we understand that. Um, but it's a new day. It's a new chapter. It's a new era. It's a new mindset. What is that mindset? is that of the Raider pride, the commitment to excellence, and making sure our alumni, our fan base, and Raider Nation are proud of what they see on the field. What does that look like? Tough, passionate, effort, energy, that enthusiasm that you see when we all watched our kids and these young men who are now pro athletes play when they're in Pop Warner, having that love for the game. We're on the same page, Champ and myself. Our staff is connected. We had a great team meeting this morning. Everybody was stilly-eyed and focused. We walked in with a smile on our face. The synergy, the energy in this building, and the personality of our players will reflect on who we are as Raiders. This is a great opportunity for myself. I'm humbled, I'm honored, and I don't take it lightly. I'm sure there'll be questions about why, how. Those all get answered. But this is about the players, this is about the Raiders, and this is about this organization. And we're tired of losing. It's not a good feeling. We're a production-based business. We're about competition, being competitive, and play with an edge and a swag and a certain confidence that when we walk out that damn tunnel that everybody watching TV can see it and a product on the field is something we're proud of. I had a, a few things um, before we move forward. You know, again, to Josh McDaniels, Laura, and the kids, David Ziegler, Carissa, um, and the kids. Um, I love you all dearly. So much respect for you. Um, my thoughts and prayers are with you, and I'm forever grateful. Um, but those of you who know me, you guys have seen me with my three daughters. Like, they are my everything. Um, today, my middle child turns 10. Her name is Chloe. So happy birthday, Chloe. Today, you are my favorite daughter. Um, they are the best parts of me. To my wife, Stephanie, like I'm not here without your support. Like she's a real GM um, and I love her dearly. Although the circumstances are not ideal, um, there's always like an opportunity in difficulties. I couldn't be prouder to accept this opportunity as an interim general manager for the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm so eager and excited to get to work. To Mark Davis, Sandra Morgan, 
Larry Dilson, you know, thank you for believing in me. Thank you for this opportunity. I promise you that I won't squander the moment. Make no mistake, I'm prepared for this position. I believe in the power of intercessory prayer. I know people all over the country um, are praying for me in this moment. I've received so much support from colleagues, GMs across the league, um, former players, coaches, advisors, family, friends, you know, my champ camp warriors. Like, I promise you I'll get back to you. You're one of those guys that when I see the little dot of missed messages, I got to go through all of them. So I promise um, to get back to you. You know, I'm prepared for this because I know what I don't know. Like, there will be hiccups. It won't be perfect. But I'm wise enough to know that God equips those he calls. I'm perfectly imperfect, but I know the source. To Raider Nation, in the squad meeting this AM, we talked about committing to three things. Trust, pride, and poise. We talked about having a commitment to excellence. We talked about confidence, you know, just winning. You know, we're going to put our blinders on, and we're going to run our own race. Like, we don't get to pick the terrain. There will be hills. There will be potholes. We got to run on some pebbles. Um, and the race is not always won by the swift or the strong, but it's won by those who, per who persevere. You know, to our fans, I hear your concerns. I share your frustrations. You know, we're going to work to present to you a product worthy of your support. Thank you for sticking with us. I look forward to seeing you fill up Allegiant Stadium on Sunday. With this, I open up for questions. Antonio, you just uh, outlined um, a mantra and a, uh, a mindset that you want this team to be about. Uh, what can you do that to immediately get that message across to the players that that's what they put out on the field on Sunday? Yeah, one is empowering your coaches and your players in the building to have the dialogue and openness and accountability and the trust and the respect for one another where we can start to make change. That's first and foremost. It's, it starts when we walk in this building. Enjoying and loving the fact that you're a Raider. Embracing the fact that you're a Raider. Loving the fact that you're next to your brother. When you start doing those things and you start playing together, that, that, that energy and what I talked about with those guys, the synergy in the building, now we have a connection. And now we can start growing for that. But at the end of the day, you understand, just like I do, it's a production-based business. We have to produce. We have to play hard for 61 minutes, which we'll do. And we have to play with the effort that everybody's used to the Raider Nation playing with. On a human level, how do you go about compartmentalizing, you know, thoughts that you may have about, you know, obviously this team is going to be in a situation after this season where they're looking for a new head coach, a new GM, with focusing on the present, but also maybe thinking forward to those types of things to maybe be considered for those openings? The, the reality for, for me is, you know, Tayshawn is I'm focusing on one day at a time. Like, you know, he, we, we said we're team no sleep. Like, we talked late last night, woke up early this morning, got together, excited to bring this vision together. But we're not looking forward to tomorrow, that tomorrow worry about itself. We're focusing on the now. Um, you know, our team is focusing on the now. Those players are focusing on right now, and that's all we have. Antonio, when, when you uh, got into coaching, was, it, was this a goal of yours to eventually become a head coach? And what does this opportunity mean to you on a personal level? Yeah, I've been fortunate. You know, I've played at a high level, went all the way back to my roots and coached at Long Beach Poly. High school as a head coach there. Was at uh, the New York Giants in 2017 and then, you know, college for four years and had opportunities to leave and go to other organizations. I decided not to. Um, 
the short story, the matter of fact is I grew up in Compton, California. I was born a Raider. I was born with the Raiders rolling in the Coliseum in L.A. I was rolling with N.W.A. talking straight out of Compton, <laughs> rocking Raider hats. So when the opportunity came to work with Josh and Pat Graham and Dave, I jumped on it. So that's what set me up for this. I was born this way. Coach, how surreal is it going to be to coach your first NFL game hmm. against the team that you won a Super Bowl with as a player? How about that? Couldn't write it up. Um, but it's not Antonio Pierce versus the New York Giants. Las Vegas Raiders versus the Giants come into our house. Much needed win for us. We've had two ugly losses. It's time to change that. Uh, we're in the second half of the season. Doesn't matter what or who Antonio Pierce played for. It's about the Las Vegas Raiders. Those players understand that. It's about them. It ain't about me. These things happen every year throughout the league, not often on a short week in the middle of a season. When you understood this was happening or got the call, were you surprised? Um, was definitely surprised. Um, I don't think, you know, we, we saw it coming. Um, you know, but I planned every day of my life um, to be prepared for any situation. Um, you know, putting my trust in the Lord and allowing him to guide me. Right. So whenever these situations arise, like fully confident that, you know, he will equip me um, and we're ready to roll. Antonio, you obviously bring a certain level of intensity um, to the table. And I'm wondering, <clears throat> you're very demonstrative, very expressive. And I'm wondering if that's the kind of fit the team really will respond to and needs at this point. We had a good team meeting this morning, had a full house. And I think I had everybody's attention. I had their eyes. I'm not a long-winded person. I'm not going to give you a dialogue or write an essay. I get right to the point. It's black and white. You know how I feel when I walk out the door. I've been around these guys for two years now as a linebacker coach, and I made my presence known both in the linebacker room, the defensive line room, the quarterback room, the running back room. I'm a former player. I touch former players. I can relate to them. I've done the same things they've done. I've walked the same paths they walked. I felt the same pain they felt. So there's nothing or any emotional ride or roller coaster that they haven't gone through this year or over the two years I've been with them that I haven't felt. And my personality, one last thing, my personality will come out and reflect on this team, and hopefully we see that on Sunday. Antonio, talking to players, you know, they sometimes look around and say, there's just too much talent on this team for it to be this difficult and to be struggling the way they've been struggling. Uh, do you share that sentiment that the answers are in that locker room and that that can get unlocked? One question, no question about it. I mean... We can talk about players. We can go down our roster and you say, wow, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs. You look at our old line. You look at our quarterback. You look at the way our tight ends playing. Defensively, how are we playing? We've been really well on special teams throughout the season. It's, it's funny what a little belief and um, confidence. confidence gives a group. And, and this is just what we're going to believe and what we're about is about them being themselves. I told them when they walk in this door, I need to fill them. They're going to feel me 100%, but I got to feel them. I need that personality. This building needs personality. When we walk in here, everybody in here should be smiling. We all got a job. We're doing something. We're covering the greatest game in the world, the National Football League. And if you're not excited about that, there's something wrong with you. Was there a lack of excitement before? I mean, being that that's something that needed to be addressed, what was the atmosphere like before? Uh, I don't think that it was not addressed. It just you got to embrace it, and it's being embraced now. 
Coach, congratulations, first of all. Congratulations to both of you, and happy birthday to your daughter. Appreciate it. Um, a quick question. When you talk about personalities and this being so human, what was the reaction of the players when you you know gave them the news? Obviously, you're all smiling. As you say, you want us all to smile. It's been a few weeks. You're all kind of difficult to smile. Yes. And so what was their reaction like, and what do you think is the priority moving forward towards the New York Giants, other than winning the game, obviously? Right. I mean, why, why – this what what are you mad about? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I just I just said it. Like we're we're playing a kids game. We're getting paid millions of dollars to do it. We're fortunate to play for an alumni base, a owner, a fan base that like live and die Raiders. Yeah. And when we walk in that stadium, it's it's got to be electric. And I, what I told these guys is, it's simple, man. Listen, who knows? I, I'm not promising we're gonna go undefeated. I'm not promising, you know, we're going to you know, redo the record books. But I am promising you this. We're going to have fun doing it. And I know when you start having fun and you guys start believing in one another and they start really engaging in each other and believing in what the coaches are telling them and understand it's in their best interest and we, we are in this together, when you put the we aspect and us and team into it, it changes all that from the eyes. What are your thoughts on the quarterback position going forward? It'll be Aiden going forward. Why, why, why Aiden? We just feel like this is the best chance. What was the reaction like in the locker room when you made that announcement? Very supportive. Yeah, the guys are rallying behind him. They're excited to watch him, you know, get his opportunity. Like I was there as AP was speaking to the to the team, and you know he had their eyes. There was an energy that was that was you know tangible um, in the room. There was a true excitement, um, and and guys are geared up to to, to prepare for this weekend. How much does it help that coach obviously played in the in the league and did it at the highest level and has has a ring to prove it? I mean, there's there's no better um, no better form of teaching than modeling, right? So this guy did put on those pads. He strapped it up. He played at high level football games. They know that he's carried himself just like this every single day, authentically himself, right? And that's what we promised these guys. Like we're going to be honest. We're going to be authentic. Like God is never going to bless who you pretend to be. Right, and so we're going to be ourselves in this situation. We're going to have fun with it, um, and I think they were excited to hear that. What do you see out of you, offensive coordinator? I'm sorry, what was you offensive coordinator? What do you see out of you? Uh, I mean, we talked about it. I mean, the key thing is we just talked about a lot of weapons on our team and how to get to them. We're going to start a young quarterback. Got to protect him. Last outing, we didn't protect him very well. Didn't protect the football. So it's going to go to that for our whole entire offensive. You know, turnover-free football get back to playing that kind of style of football where you kind of impose your will and play with ill intent. And you can do that with offense. You can do that with skill guys. I mean, we got Jacoby Byers. If you had not watched him crack a receiver, excuse me, a defensive back or a linebacker, you're crazy. He's not afraid to throw it in there. So, and we got still one of the best running backs in the game. And he understands that. And he knows his role and what's going to happen going forward. And that's what's going to help the quarterback. Antonio, your defense has been playing well so far this season. What do you expect from them moving forward? More. More. I mean, we got to create turnovers. we got to stop these long drives. Penalties have been the biggest thing that's kind of hurt us in those situations. I mean, we've had great moments, and we had other moments like, what the hell, right? So just being consistent, first and foremost, you know, being a defensive player, you stop the run, man. You build that wall. We make it one-dimensional, and like I tell Max, go eat. Go eat. Party at the quarterback, and let's celebrate and have fun doing it. So um, what I like to see those guys keep doing, and Patrick Graham, let loose. Pick your ears back. Let the dogs loose. And, like, you know, when, when the Raiders are rolling on defense, you guys see it. It comes through the TV. Max Crosby's energy is – I'm trying to match his today, you know, and I got to match that for the next 10 to 12 weeks. Right
Yeah. Um, you know, we see what we see on Sundays, but then there's your side of the building or upstairs. Um, how would that go with, with the staff that you now oversee? Right. We've put together some, you know, the, the fortunate part is I've been here, you know, since, since the beginning. And so we've put together some, you know, some very good practices and policies, um, you know, for evaluating players and acquiring players. So we feel confident. Um, with the people that we have doing the job, we feel um, confident in the processes. So, you know, it's, it's more status quo um, on our end. Um, the guys are excited to work. Um, they're excited to keep grinding. Um, and they've been given the same mandate. You walk into this building appreciative with a smile. We want to have positive energy. And, 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 and they're going to do that, and we're going we're gonna, to, you know, capitalize off of it. Some of the members of the locker room have been in this situation before. Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs, back in, in 2021 when John Gruden resigned halfway through the season. Is it helpful at all just when it comes to keeping the locker room together and informing them how to handle it that they've sort of been through this in the past? Yeah, we, we talked about that last week as a team. And a couple guys brought that up that's been here. They've been through this. They understand what it's like, a coaching change in the middle of the season. And I'm relying on our leaders to lead. You know, I'm, I'm going to come in here with the, the, the game plan. This is the picture that we're trying to paint. But they got to carry it throughout. The best teams that I've ever been on as a player or as a coach, player ran. Player ran, bottom line. Devontae knows what it is. Max Crosby knows what it is. Robert Splane knows what it is. Our captains and leaders know what it takes. They got to go out there and do it, and they got to carry that message and make sure that resonates, and we block out all this outside noise because we're going to get some over the next, you know, 72-plus hours. That is just us against the world, and that's our mentality going to be right now, us against the world. Raider Nation against everybody else. Coach, There's still nine former... games left on the schedule. And, you know, you're not out of it by any stretch of the imagination. So um, do those immediate goals become the bigger goals as well? Or are you looking at the big picture or just week to week now? Trying to get through today. Trying to get through this media conference, <laughs> this press conference right now. It's, it's been a whirlwind. I'll be honest. You know, you're not prepared for this. I mean, you don't. You don't yeah, I was doing my D.C. notes the other day, you know. And, and all of a sudden you get a phone call. And, and are you crazy to turn down this opportunity? To work with Champ Kelly? No, to work with the staff and the players we got. We got, we have the team. We have the people in this building. We have the players in this building to win. We just got to go do it. Enough talk, enough sitting here having these little clicks in the corner. That's why I told the guys, put the goddamn pads on. Let's go out there and work tomorrow and practice, and let's get to it. Bottom line, and let's see where the results go on Sunday. I know from a personal standpoint, you probably have a lot of people back in California um, that are – what do you think they're – I mean, I'm sure you've talked to a bunch of them, but there's got to be a great re, uh, um, response by your family members and friends back there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ticket requests, I, I don't know. We can pack the stadium up. I need another 20000 you know, <laughs> but uh, we'll be fine. Look, the Raider, Raider Nation does a great job. They come wherever we go. They travel well. Uh, we got a big test this week with the Giants coming to town. A great opportunity for us to get a fresh start and get back on a winning track. Okay, we'll get everybody in here. Let's go Adam, Heidi, Chris, Paul, Q. Coach, you talked about what you wanted to see from your offense. How much of a challenge is it from now with the influence Josh had on the offense from now until Sunday to kind of get the plan together and what you guys want to do and accomplish? Yeah, I started this press conference by saying it. New day, new month, new chapter, new mindset. So whatever we did in the past, doesn't matter. You know, I wish I could say we're 0-0. Zero zero. We're not, but we're approaching it that way. We're approaching the way Bo went in there today, the offense. I spoke with those gentlemen. Um, they know exactly the task and the plan going forward and what kind of offense we want to portray. And, you know, you know are you going to sit there and rip up the whole playbook? No. But you better go to your key guys. I'm not a fool. I'm a player. Remember, I was a player before I was a coach. Player ran business. I've had the privilege, I've had the privilege of working with Bo in three different buildings now. He's not afraid of the moment.
You know, so we're confident in him. He's going to be authentically himself in this situation. So you'll see Bo. Coach, like you mentioned, as a player, right, you had various experiences, several coaches throughout the years and working at Arizona State as well. Is there any particular person who had an influence on you and how you approached your coaching style? Too many to name. You know, I was fortunate to play with two other, um, other organizations, Marty Schottenheimer, uh, Marvin Lewis, Joe Gibbs, Greg Williams, Steve Spagnola, and Tom Coughlin, and then finished it off with Herm Edwards. So what you're going to see from AP is a kind of a chameleon of all those guys put together, you know, along with my personality. But I've learned so much uh, through my time of either as a player, as a coach going through the ranks. I mean, probably the biggest thing I got over the last, you know, 16 or so hours is, you know, text messages from them gentlemen. And I'm so appreciative of them because there is no AP without them. The knowledge – the support, the love they gave me when I was a young rookie, or an opportunity to get into the coaching world, um, I'm forever grateful. This is a question for both of you guys. You mentioned the team meeting that you had last week, and it's a player-driven business. How much do you think it helped to hear from the players what was going on in their minds in that meeting? It was good. It was direct. It was blunt. It was needed. And everybody heard them. Everybody in the building heard them. The good thing about when you allow that to happen, you know, you got to sit there and you got to brace yourself. Sometimes you don't want to hear it. You know, there's probably going to be a moment I ain't going to want to hear that kind of stuff. But you got to have thick skin and you can't take it too personal. It's an emotional business. These men in that locker room go through hell and back to get dressed and play every Sunday. We're on a short week this week. Guys are nicked up, banged and bruised. They get up there, they put their cape on, they become a superhero again. So what they said was loud and clear. My message to them echoed their statements from that day, and we'll continue to grow from that. I think, I, I think was, what's good about that, Q, is, um, you know, I think what we have to do here um, in these next, these next weeks is just to create a culture where it's safe to have those conversations. Like, we want the truth. We're going to give them the truth. It's, it's, it's going to be real, and it's going to be raw, and it's going to be uncut. Right, and so that's the type of environment that we want. I think that's where you thrive at. Like we build a community that has to be conflict, you know, but that also has to be commitment, right, and extreme communication. And so if we have those three things, you know, we can have success. Wrap it up with Chris Paul. Hey, uh, Coach, I was just wondering, you seem like an enthusiastic, excited guy, at the interim head coach now. Was there a point when, when even yourself, when you were with the players, you're seeing them day in, day out, where you said, oh, this thing's starting to spiral out of control, it's not working, something's got to be done. And it, it was done, but could you almost kind of sense that something was happening need to be made? Well, you just knew the last two weeks we weren't ourselves. Uh, obviously, I was a bit on focus on the defensive side of the ball, coaching the linebackers, so my focus was there. But you could just sense as a team, you could feel the aura in the building. You could feel the aura in the locker room and when you're around the guys. So uh, did I have a good sense of it? Yes. Was it my place to talk about it and discuss with anybody? No. Champ, you, you were uh, in Denver 2009-2010, so you had to kind of be part of that cleanup effort there after what had happened. How does that? How do you lean on that similar situation here to, to get things going, rolling here? Yeah, I've been through a few of them, unfortunately. So that wasn't the only one. Um, you know, just focus on communication. Like, sympathetic, because here's the reality. Like, you know, most people see us on Sundays. They see, you know, guys in helmets, pads. They see coaches on the sideline that they think don't have lives outside of here, right? The reality of it is, you know, their family's involved. 
their their wives who are planning like my kids have to go to school today and you know learn about an, a situation where you know we don't know what's next right like the the Josh McDaniel's family David Ziegler's family like what's next like so there's a reality of that that goes on anytime you have transition um and change and so sympathy um to everyone's um you know space and, and their situation um, but extreme communication so people can relieve some of the uncertainty that they have. Um, and then after that, you just attack the moment with confidence. And so that's the stage that we are in right now. Thanks for listening to the Raiders Press Pass. For all things silver and black, download the Raiders app and visit Raiders.com. Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Raiders. Ever had one of those moments? You know, the ones where you're off your game, those fleeting lapses in judgment? We've all been there. But hold on tight, because here comes the game changer. Packed with an epic blend of chocolate, caramel, peanuts, and nougat, Snickers, the proud partner of the Las Vegas Raiders, is your trusty teammate. Turning those cringeworthy moments into a victory dance. Snickers, tackling life's fumbles one bite at a time.